everybody. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Cruise Life Experience Podcast. And remember, if you like the show, please like, subscribe, share with all your friends, and you can watch it on YouTube. Here we go with part two, Rich Spacey. Mike, take it away. Rich, I, I want to ask you just a, a follow-up question on the blimp. Yes. Where Where is said blimp? Um, when I got off the Oasis uh, was two contracts after that. It was still there. Oh, okay. So it may still be there, gathering dust. <laughs> I think it's slowly deflated over the years. The, yeah. the technical team in Studio B had to, they had to take care of it, and the maintenance on it was not easy. So yeah. no, no, they did a great job. Nice. Listen, you're wearing an Atlas gym shirt. I I know Mitch is going to ask you a little bit about your company and and uh, and some other ventures, uh, but before we get to that. I heard a rumor once upon a time that there is an infamous story about a streaker on one of the ships. Can you confirm or deny anything? I have no idea what you're talking about. No. <laughs> Must not have happened. No. Don't think that happened on the Voyager. Don't, don't think so. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> All right. You so now, <laughs> We are going to talk. We do want to talk about what you've what you've done now because one of the hardest things for a crew member is walking away from ships. And if you don't do it at the right time, it's really hard. Uh, everyone wants to come back. Everyone says it's my last contract. Mike knows. Yeah. Uh, we, we all know how hard it is to leave. Everyone eventually comes back or somehow, um, you know, we talk about it. But you now own a gym, Atlas Gym. Uh, you have a real yep. estate company, and we now hear that you're in the yep. process of starting a third company. And, um, you know, you truly can't keep a cruise director or someone like you especially standing <laughs> still. So we want to know um, a little bit about it. Was there anxiety stepping away? How did you know you were done for good? And um, tell us how it's been now on land and a little bit about what you're doing. Are you done for good? Yeah, 150%. I, I must get asked that question every single day. And yeah, it was 150% the right time to leave. Um, I did literally everything that I wanted to do on cruise ships I had done. And um, I wanted a new challenge, simple as that. I did, did 21 years at sea. I joined ships when I was 21 and then worked 21 years on ships. So I thought that was a good segue. So hopefully see what the next 21 years brings out. But uh, yeah, so I I'd, um, created Atlas Gym um, about a year before I got off ships, knowing that I would need something to do. Um, sorry, Mitch, your, your first question was about anxiety. Massive anxiety. It's all I'd known for 21 years. I had a short five-month uh, break in the office, but that's the only thing I'd known professionally. You know, um, it, it was it was massive. So I um, I would have real trouble for about a year after I got off ships. I would still take afternoon naps. How ridiculous is that? I, but I would put myself to bed. I would get up early, as I always get up early. I would work through to about two o'clock in the afternoon. Then I'd take an hour and a half nap in bed. I put myself close to the shutters, get myself down, <laughs> and then wake up and carry on with my day because I, I couldn't. I couldn't figure out what to do. And as a result of uh, you know not really knowing how to take your days, I got myself really out of shape and put on a lot of weight. And yeah, um, it was a difficult transition that first year. Um, but something clicked and um, I got the real estate company and we're very happy because um, we're in the middle of coronavirus right now. We've just been told that the real estate companies can open up today. So that's good. Um, so we'll have Jack out there selling houses. But um, 
I was a personal trainer before I started working on ships. So that's always been in my blood and always something I thought I would go back to. Um, I've always been interested in investing in real estate all over the world. So that was the reason behind that. Um, and the third company, um, I've just created a company that's basically people be the very best versions of themselves um, through a diff, uh, series of podcasts, through a series of books, through a series of lectures, uh, TED Talks. Um, the, uh, the company's called Best Life Inc. And that's what's going to hopefully give you, give you the tools to have the best, best life possible. So um, I've, I've just had the, um, uh, just bought my domain and I've just um, had the company registered. So that's all, all sorted now. So uh, yeah, so um, um, I'm doing it with a business partner, friend of mine, and uh, it's going to be great. We're going to have things like, cause I'm a, I'm generally a happy person and um, I read thousands and thousands of books on self-development and things like that, you know, um, what you can do for health, fitness, uh, financial, uh, what you can do to basically make your day as happy as it possibly can be. So I'm cramming all of that information into small bite-sized chunks that people can easily digest. Because not a lot of people know this about cruise directors and they think we're quite self-involved, but we do genuinely like to help people. Like I loved my uh, all the work we did with Make-A-Wish. I got to meet yep. uh, Richard Kelly, who's the uh, CEO of Make-A-Wish. Um, we raised a whole bunch of money um, uh, for that, over a million dollars, I think, in my time at um, yep. Royal, WWF, uh, Breast Cancer Research. And so one big part of, the, um, um, of this Best Life Inc. is going to be a charity um, that's going to give money to uh, uh, mental uh, uh, illness um, uh, facilities. That's awesome. Amazing. Listen, um, something else you were known for, and you just mentioned WWF, which which brought me this, is you were known for wearing socks. What kind of socks are <laughs> What kind of socks are you wearing now? Because <sighs> come on, let's see your socks. Hold on now. Oh God. Oh, <laughs> don't fall. Please no, don't he's die. He's gonna kill himself. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I'm wearing Ultimate Warrior. Oh, nice. I love Ultimate Warrior. WWF oh. socks. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I got. Well, you've caught, you've caught me out. I'm not wearing any socks at all today. <laughs> you wondered. <laughs> I'm not wearing any socks at all. In fact, I'm not even wearing any underwear. But I'm not going to stand <laughs> Wait, first of all, hold on. I have to say this. You were known for wearing crazy socks, the craziest costumes. And one thing we didn't touch on is the mankini. Hmm. Uh, yes, that may have made an appearance. <laughs> How I would have fired me. <laughs> oh my God. Good All right. We, yeah. have, we have a segment of our show that's called name association. We're doing something a little different today. It's called rapid fire questions. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I uh, just first answer that comes to your mind. Right. Favorite activities manager, not name Mitch Marucci. Uh, probably Lee, just because I've worked with him for the longest, uh, and he was super, super talented. Favorite hotel director? Ooh, I really, really enjoyed working with so many. Robert Taggart saved my job like four times. That was four captain <laughs> series. Thank you, Robert Taggart. Wow. Um, but also, there's so many good ones. Gary Davis, awesome. Um, I liked uh, Amanda White, um, Sue Richardson. Um, so many. Yeah, uh, I, I was really lucky to work with some champion, of course. That's a champion. Champion. <laughs> champion. Did you hear? Did you hear about when he walked on stage and the pit was down and he walked into the pit? No. 
he goes, all right, champions! <laughs> into the pit. Yeah. Oh he, my God. Well, it was, I don't, shouldn't be laughing. He did hurt himself a bit, but <laughs> Becky Thompson Foley fell into the pit as well. Uh, and I heard Mike Cunnerup fell into the pit. Yeah, he did. In fact, he did himself some pretty bad damage. He damaged his back, I think. Huh, that's terrible. Uh, if not royal or celebrity, what cruise line do you think would have suited you and would, if given a, a blank slate, would you have really liked to have a crack at? Whoa, great question. Um, what suited me, probably Norwegian, I guess. Just because, like, like Royal, they had all the bells and whistles and all the. They were always looking forward and and, and developing, weren't they? Um, uh, probably them, or or like a princess or something like that. I would have thought, but really, I worked for the best too. So after that, you know, you don't. Yep. In my opinion, <laughs> yep. the best day for you of the two, I'm going to list: sign on or sign off. <laughs> Sign off! Sign off! If anyone says sign on, they're lying through their teeth. Sign <laughs> off was the greatest day of all time. Even if you'd had a cracking contract. In fact, one was amazing. We had such a good time and had such a good uh, tight-knit group of friends that we rented a stretch Hummer to pick us up from the ship and take amazing. us to the airport. That was <laughs> wow. we, we went through a drive-by, uh, drive-through um, McDonald's and got stuck because it couldn't turn around and fit to the set there. Yeah, to reverse background. <laughs> uh, if you went back to ships and you could bring any three people, they don't have to be managers, they could be any three people with you yeah. to implement what you do to make, you know, to, to, to bring all that amazingness. Who are the three people? Um, probably Lee Schwali, Lee Schwerer, um, Jonathan Shaw, stage and production manager, still a very good friend of mine, just because he made magic happen on stage. I mean, literally, he would make anything happen. And Eric Lydon, because he's just yep. a brilliant, brilliant comic. I loved him. I didn't say Mitch, but you, you said that I wasn't allowed to say Mitch. Yeah. Three great <laughs> names. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, okay. Most risque thing that you've ever wore or ever did? <laughs> How can you choose one? On a ship. On a ship. I, I, yeah. I, this, it, yeah. Mankini streaking. Was that the, was that the Borat <laughs> swimsuit? Yeah. 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 And oh there's a story there that I'm absolutely not going to tell on this one, but I'll, I'll tell you guys afterwards. <laughs> um, yeah, just, yeah. Um, just every party that we threw, something happened. And uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and there's one other thing I just thought about that again, I'm not going to tell you about. <laughs> can they go back and rehire you to fire you? Is that, <laughs> is that something they, they can do? They might be uh, able to. <laughs> You want me to check on that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is the a cheesy one-liner or joke that you would always give on a weekly basis that you're you're kind of like, oh, you know, the, always that cringeworthy joke that you hated telling, but it got such a big pop and a big reaction that that you did it. Is there a one-liner or something that you would do or or, or say? Well, I used to say, I love you at the end of all my announcements, which was pretty cheesy, but people really reacted to it. And still guests email me now and they always end the thing with, I love you. <laughs> uh, that probably was 
something. I always just say, I've been Richard, you've been smashing. Good night and God bless at the end of every show. But not really cheesy. But yeah, I mean, oh yeah. Some of the jokes in the Love and Marriage game show that um, when you become a, first become a cruise director, you obviously end up saying some of the material that you've learned from previous cruise directors. So I had Uncle Ken's um, condiment joke when he oh, says yeah. condiment and he takes the microphone at the end. What's your favorite condiment? You know, and uh, so that, <laughs> that might have been the cheesiest. <laughs> All right. My last question for you is this. Mm-hmm. When people think of Richard Spacey, what do you hope and what do you want them to remember you for? Um, someone that was fun to work with. Um, someone that cared. Someone with a lot of energy. Someone that liked to be part of a team. Um, yeah, just hopefully that, you know, just the fact that they remember me at all is a, is a, um, you know, I think it's a blessing these days. Yeah. Very cool. Well, you will definitely go down as, uh, one of the top in to ever do it. And I worked with you for many years. So yeah, great teams and great stuff. I want to ask you one more thing because, you know, as a cruise director and on the ships, uh, it's always something, you know, you might go out, you might have a drink here or there. What was your favorite go-to drink? on board spicy special come on dude you remember these kalua and bailey's kalua and brandy oh yeah kalua and brandy oh. no but listen listen mike you say that but you try it and it is tastes good and also as a cruise director what's the one thing that you're most afraid of <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying no i'm not saying <laughs> <laughs> he means loose losing yeah. your voice so um it, it actually um i think it was kenny james that gave me the recipe and he said that um if you so what happens is is the uh, brandy strips your throat and then the clua coats it afterwards and i could literally have no voice at all and it would give me back a voice but i used to drink them i got to a point where i was having one every night because i was literally losing my voice every single oh. night but all the bartenders knew the drink so the you know uh, either bless him, Mitch or one of the other team members would go, come over spacey special. And they knew how to make it. It's just like, there you go. Wow. Yep. Yep. So, uh, it's been great having you on the show, but, uh, we want to ask you something. We're going to start something this week. We want to ask our influential guests who have been around. A lot of people looked up to them. They did a lot of stuff for the industry. Uh, what advice can you give? This is specifically to crew, uh, for a crew member that's just starting out in the industry or specifically also maybe someone that wants that aspires to be a cruise director? There was a great, great line. Um, it was the last episode of the American office and the line went something like this. I wish there was a way to know you're in the best days when you're in mm-hmm. them. And, um, I look back now, uh, on those days and, those were some of the best days of my life. Now I'm not going to tell you it was the best time of my life because I still believe that that's yet to come, but I would not change a thing. Even the bad stuff that happened to me, uh, it it all made me the person that I am today. And uh, I love, I've got the best friends in the world from cruise ships and friends all over the world um, that I can go and visit any time. And they know that they can come and visit me, you know, um, it's it just make the most of it enjoy the places get off the ship even if you're tired make the effort don't stay in your bed and have a nap because you don't need it get out see the places you're in 
have fun, enjoy every single experience you possibly can because living on land isn't the same as living on ships. Anyone that's worked on ships, um, I think is a very, very special person because it takes a special person to be away from your family for six months and the, you, the ship people become your family. I look back and, you know, all my brothers and sisters, that's how I look at my ship uh, family and uh, I love them all dearly uh, for now and forever. Before you go, uh, where can people watch some of your content, some of those old videos that we've been talking about? Is there a place? Well, apparently I'm a 16-year-old girl because I'm on TikTok. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened was during this coronavirus, a whole bunch of people kept on emailing me and saying, look, Rich, can you do us some short videos on TikTok? Because um, we just need something to cheer us up. So I start doing these um, videos on TikTok. So at Richard Spacey, I think on TikTok. Um, also at uh, Richard Spacey on Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm soon to have um, my, um, I've just domained my name. So there'll be a richspacey.com. Um, and um, yeah, so YouTube, there's a whole bunch of stuff on YouTube and there may be something with a Borat Mankini. Um, <laughs> and I wasn't the only one. I'm going to say I wasn't the only one. <laughs> but the, um, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff that the guests have filmed has been put on YouTube. So you can check that out there. But what I might start doing um, is putting some of the old videos um, out on YouTube as well that, that we recorded, you know, the Line Me Aways. Yep. In fact, actually, Line Me Away is on there already. But uh, some of the old stuff you know just uh for hopefully jog people's memories and put a smile on their dial oh yeah we'll link up to some of that stuff because people need to see that stuff I mean great great stuff line me away but you know what the one i want to watch is the cruise ship entertainer one that goes down oh, as <laughs> probably my favorite i just something about is, that is was that, so is funny that the, is that the bud light recording yeah yeah it yeah. is it nice. is just um epic. so they who was it that played it to me? One of the crew members came up and goes, you've got to do something with this. And I'm listening to it. And I, I wrote the story in my head as I listened it, to it for the first time. And it just, yeah. And then you just drop Lee Shirley in it. And <laughs> yeah, he's Lee such a, a great actor. He's he a legend. Awesome. He is. He's a legend. He is. I talked to him like um, he went into quarantine and we were chatting all the time because he was bored out of his brain. <laughs> so we, we were chatting all, all the time. And so I still, we're still best mates these days. I went to stay with him in Spain. Uh, was that last year, year before? Awesome. Yeah, great guy. Well, we want to say a huge thank you to you, Mr. Richard oh. Spacey, legendary cruise director for taking the time to be with us and uh, uh, great memories for any guest or crew member that's uh, either cruised with you or worked with you or for you. And we wish you all the best with Atlas Gym, your real estate and best life, Inc. We look forward to seeing and hearing all about that. Oh, seriously, the pleasure's been mine. This is awesome that you're doing this, by the way, guys. It's really, really nice. A lot of people will appreciate this, both crew and guests, I'm sure. So well done to you two. And uh, hopefully I won't be too far off with my own podcast. But this is awesome, guys. It's an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And thank you so much for inviting me on. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Richard. I love Richard you. Spacey. I love you. <laughs> 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 <to> get in. <laughs> oh, great. All right. Well, Mr. Mitch, great guest. A lot of a lot of fun insight. Um, a lot of oh, people yeah. take cruises. You and I talked about this. A lot of people take cruises to various destinations around the world. There's a select group of people who take cruises because they enjoy particular crew members, whether it's um, 
you know, and, and I think a lot about the the grandeur of the seas where a lot of the crew yeah. members are like family to a lot of those guests because they cruise over and over. Uh, cruise ships that sail out of ports where you can drive to, like Galveston, Texas, like Bayonne, like uh, like Baltimore, you know, people take multiple cruises a year and crew members become like family. Um, and, and the same goes with, you know, the cruise directors. And that's what we're talking about. We're, we are two cruise directors. We're t- speaking from experience. So a lot of, a lot of guests like to see their favorite cruise director on stage. It's like watching the news every night. Um, you know, you turn in and you watch the news and it's that trusted person that you see on over and over and you get to, you feel like they're family. And when you go out in front of the shows and you take off the shows and you're at the activities and the events, people develop that bond. And uh, Richard is certainly, um, is certainly no doubt with that. People will remember him forever and ever. I didn't know you guys worked together so much. That's um, So I got really lucky. I mean, I was on the... I think it was the brilliance in Europe as activities manager in 2008 and the Oasis was coming out and all I wanted to do was be on the new big ship. I just, I had to do it. And I remember Gordon Watman was like, Oh, so do you know Richard Spacey? And I was like, no. And he's like, do you know Ken Rush? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, (laughs) good luck, you know? So I applied though. And they brought me on as the like back of house activities manager because it was such a big beast. And I think Rich was maybe Rich and Ken, of course, Charlie, Allison, all them, Jeanette, big part of getting me on. You had to apply. I flew all the way to Miami and to be able to work with Rich on that project for, 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 and uh, Ken. But I worked with Rich a lot because um, we were there for like a year or two together. So I was his activities manager for a long time on the Oasis. And uh, yeah, it was great stuff. I even worked with him and Lee on the Freedom because I went to the Freedom a little bit and was the first ever bingo host before I went to the Oasis, which was fun. Can you imagine? I tell you, you you and Rich, you couldn't be any more different. Whereas, you know, like him and Lee are very much... I, I feel like they would be fighting for the spotlight because they're both so equally funny and talented. Um, not that you're not, but you just operate in a different space than, than, yeah. than for they me. I love the process of the planning. I love yeah. planning. I love the coordination. I love everything exactly, you know, that way to make, how's it going to flow for the guests, the experience. And I loved taking ideas and making them happen. Like to be able to buy uh, like one of those big, prize dropping blimps that you see at the hockey games that took just forever to do also the t-shirt cannon the t-shirt gun i somehow found it and sourced it and got it on the ship yeah so i love doing those projects like he said it was so much fun and to be able to see the show the 70 show or whatever it was just blow up that much more that was it so we worked well like that together spacey actually let me he just let me do the ideas that i wanted to do spend somewhere around six thousand dollars to buy actually rent pipe and drape from a florida convention company we brought it on the ship so you set up this draping around the conference rooms for the haunted house six grand for a seven-day rental and he's <laughs> just so i could make a haunted house i mean yeah good, yeah good stuff but you know one of the things i wanted to say it's he being a cruise director you always have to follow someone else you go on the ship you take over from someone and uh him you know i mean i was activities manager back then but him you james andrews those guys uh, you know, you never wanted to take over after someone that got the highest ratings in the fleet because it was just so No, hard. listen, I, I covered his vacation. I'll never forget this. And I mean, I don't know if I, if I ever had this conversation with Richard because literally when he came back on the ship, I was off early and we basically waved to each other on the gangway. 
um, you know, and, and everything, you know, was, was what it was, but coming in, the expectations were so high when I, when I covered his vacation on Oasis because the ship was the newest, because it was the shiniest, because, you know, the ratings were so high and, my first set of ratings that came in uh, sitting on pins and needles and thankfully they were, they're really good, but you know, it's, it's a big task to follow somebody like that. And I'm sure, you know, everybody feels that like a new cast that comes in, are we going to be as great as the other cast, uh, you know, yeah. adventure yeah. ocean manager, are they going to be, you know, trying to meet those expectations and exceed those expectations of your predecessors who, you know, are top in the industry because they're on the newest ship. It's there's the anxiety, man. There you, you yeah. are sitting on pins and needles and um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's great to, it's great to have been able to watch him for a week because during our handover process, I was able to go behind the scenes and watch him do. And I could really appreciate just how talented he was. And I can't imagine what was going through his mind. And I wanted to ask him this and I forgot is I wanted to know what, what project was left on the editing room floor that he kind of wished happened, like whether it was a video or whether it was an idea for a theme night or whatever it was. Um, what, what was kind of didn't come to fruition uh, maybe for another time. You know, I always say it next time. <laughs> you do say it next time alright listen let's wrap this up on a bow next uh, episode we are going to have we are going to welcome uh, one of the said um, aqua performers that he talked yep. about at least when I first worked with her she was a part of the aqua cast it was actually a hybrid kind of position as an acrobat they were um, part of the aqua cast and part of the main stage show so they were kind of bouncing between rooms as they were part of both shows um, and that is Miss Sydney Brown. She'll join us and talk a little bit about what it's like to be an entertainer on board a ship. A lot of crew members think that, um, you know, the entertainers have it easy. So let's talk a little bit about how early she started her training and how difficult it was to get to the level that she's currently at. So it'll be exciting to talk to her. So, um, oh, thanks yeah. for, thanks to Richard Spacey today. Any last words? Nope. Just uh, thanks for everyone tuning in. And remember, subscribe. We would uh, love to uh, keep doing this. So subscribe if you liked it. Share it to anyone, the, your friends, crew members, guests that like it. Send us any more topics, questions, or guests that you'd like to hear from. And uh, we're having a great time. So thanks, Mike. I love you. Love you. <laughs> we'll see you next time, everybody. Cruise Life Experience. Until the next one.